<laughs> it's me, your host, Noah. And with me, as always, is Dan the Fire Fan and Katie. Say hi, guys. Hello. Happy Halloween. Sup? Great, great enthusiasm, Dan. Thanks. As always. Uh, How can so, you not be happy on a holiday, Dan? Well, th- Dan, Dan, this is pretty, um, this is pretty spot on with Halloween because this is the scariest part of your week, isn't it, for podcasting? That is true. <laughs> so. For the scariest things you can be, Flyers fans. Actually, no. <laughs> the scariest thing you could be is the Flyers. Well, I guess that's two True. Flyers fans. <laughs> Close enough. Although they have been pretty, they have been playing pretty well lately. Uh, they got they got two, they got four out of six points for this Western road trip. A pretty big statement win against Edmonton, which was just a pretty phenomenal game. A pretty good win against Vancouver, and then last night against Calgary, getting shut out wasn't the best. But I mean. It didn't look like they just fell over and died either, which was good. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. Um, the The game against Edmonton was just so, so fun to watch. Um, and especially, you know, being the the team to hand Edmonton the fir- their first loss of oh. the season was just mm, so good. Um, and then the Vancouver game, even though it wasn't really high scoring, it was still very, very fun to watch. There was a lot happening and it was kind of just like a goalie duel. It was really, really cool. Um, and then, yeah, today or not today, yesterday wasn't, wasn't great. Um, they were just, were not really able to generate much offense and then they were still taking dumb penalties, which has been kind of an issue for them so far during the season. So I mean, there's no shame in losing that game to Calgary. Calgary's so good right now. Yeah, they're really hot. Aren't they on like a what, like a six-game win streak or something? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, two of those teams were like red hot when we played them, and uh, I mean, we we beat what was at the time considered like probably the best team in the NHL in Edmonton when we beat them. And Calgary is one of the hottest teams right now. And, I mean, Vancouver's doing pretty well. But, I mean, like like you said, I'm. it was disappointing to get completely shut out. Not mm-hmm. – but it was – like I said earlier, it was – it was nice not having to just, like, completely keel over and die. Like they, I wish they, I keeled they, over and died. <laughs> me too. <laughs> but – um. But I'm excited, hopefully, for them to not give Arizona their first win of the season. Oh, God, please, no. Sorry. Like, that would be so on brand for the for the Flyers. Don't let my <laughs> selfies interrupt your work. <laughs> Continue. It's not the selfies. It's the, it's the like, the faces <laughs> the duck, you're making. It's the duck face you're it's doing. It's the duck lips. <laughs> You guys gotta learn how to step yourself. What are you, a high school girl? On the inside. What do you get? Get ready for a hot date? Yeah. (laughs) On Halloween? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Hottest date of the year. Halloween's the best day to go on a first date because you can always put a mask over your face. That helps me. Do you walk around with a paper bag on your head today, Noah? Maybe. <laughs> uh, but, um... <laughs> I'm just I pretend know. that one didn't hurt. That's <laughs> fine. I'm sorry. Just gonna move the pain over there. And I'm sorry. Um, were you guys anything fun for it? Dan, I'm assuming you didn't go to any Halloween parties. Katie, did you do anything fun for Halloween? <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think they assumed that Dan did nothing. Um, yes, I did. Uh, Friday night, I went out with my friends, and we went out again yesterday. 
Um, and this morning was, or uh, like today, was just very low key. We just kind of hung out, played games, watched football. You know, the usual. Okay, Dan, what did you do for Halloween? Nothing. I don't know you were right. I was right. Am I an oracle? You're you're, you're something. <laughs> All right, no Stradamus. Noah Stradamus. Oh my god. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> That's an episode name right there. <laughs> I I was a lifeguard last night, and uh, we went out for, uh, with um, my roommate and a couple of our friends. Uh, I know very. I, it was a very hard to get my costume. I had to. I had to go get my work clothes. So, very hard. Lots of money spent on my costume. <laughs> um, for, for, wait. For Halloween last night. Was it? Was that sarcastic? I hope you owned all of those things already, right? <laughs> Jesus. That was that was sarcasm. Okay. I couldn't tell. I was gonna be like, "There's no way this man doesn't own a red speedo somewhere." It wasn't a speedo. Well, very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean ish? It either is or it isn't. Well, like there's there's a bunch of different layer. There's a bunch of different subcategories of speedo. <laughs> You got the true banana hammock. <laughs> you got the true banana hammock. You got the kind of diapery one. You what? got like the, the really what? short short. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What? Take it back a step. We need a breakdown here of each individual. Uh... Well, I need, like, I, okay, there's a like PowerPoint about the different you know categories <laughs> of swimsuits. Okay, I'm gonna I share my screen analysis. right now. I'm gonna share my screen with the class. We're going to learn. Like, you have, like, the true banana hammock style where it's, like, really thin and it's, like, really doesn't leave much to the imagination. And then there's, like, like, uh, like, diaper. It, it looks kind of like a diaper. Like, it's really thick. It, it, uh, like, the best way to describe it is it just looks like a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, like, the, uh, there's, um... There's this one where it's kind of, I guess it's not technically a speedo because like it kind of had, it kind of goes onto the thigh, but it's like, like, like right below the groin. Like it's just like, it's got like maybe an inch on the thigh of like material. And then you have full on jammers, which go down to your, uh, go down to above your knee. And then you have swim trunks. There's a difference between jammers and swim trunks? Jammers are tight. Oh, 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 oh. They're kind of like... I see, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's going to bother Dan for the entire night. Diaper pee indicator. No, that's not what I'm looking for here. (laughs) Speedo infant swim diaper. Interesting. Interesting. it's not it's not like a this it's not like a uh, specific type of speedo but like there like there's some speedos where like the way they're the way they like i guess it's like different different manufacturers make the speedos in like different ways and so like the the shapes are different so in like some there's a it shows a lot more skin but then some it's like covers so much more and it looks like a diaper Granted, that also really happens when, like, um, it also really happens when you get a speedo that's too big for you. So, like, that's one reason why you don't go too big on a speedo. Then I'm it looks learning like more about men's swimsuits than I ever thought I would today. Same. <laughs> Has there ever been a good Noahly pod? <laughs> We've had it. We've had some good this episodes. Immediately, okay. We're nine and a half minutes in and just completely off the fucking rails already. <laughs> oh come on! All right, all right, all right. let's let's steer, let's steer us back then. You mean you don't want to talk about speedos this entire time? You I know, mean, my interest is peaked. Love... That's for sure. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what the listening audience cares. <laughs> Dan's interest is peaked for certain reasons, but uh, 
We will move past that. (laughs) 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 Dan, you good? Feel the same way, Dan. Been better, NGL. Yeah, I'm really fucking broken down. My entire body is like stopped working for the past like three days. I I had a swim meet on Friday and I volunteered to do the 200 butterfly and that was a mistake and a half. I I still <laughs> yes Daniel. What does a 200 butterfly mean? <laughs> the butterfly so, stroke you do that for 200 meters? 200 well 200 yards of oh, butterfly. The one where uh the one that Michael Phelps was really good at. It goes like this. Yes. Yeah. I I don't do that. I'm not very good at butterfly, but my coach said that he needed someone. He wanted someone to step up so that we could get some more points. You're not very that, good at breaststroke, either. That's his, that's his bread and butter. Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I am good at breaststroke. Okay. But uh, my coach, my coach said that he needed someone to step up and do it to get some points for the team. Um, and I, I decided that I would put, I put my team ahead of myself and hurt myself to try and get some extra points for the team. Did it work? I did get extra points for the team. Ultimately, we did lose the meet. But uh, all questions till the end, Dan. <laughs> um, I. It hurts so bad. It Butterfly does a lot for your shoulders, and I could not push myself out of the pool, so I kind of flopped onto the deck out of the pool like like a, like a fish. And, and the guy next to me oh, on the other team had to actually help me up to stand up because I couldn't push myself up. It was It was very painful, and I'm still recovering from it. Yes, Daniel. How do you uh, score swimming? So uh, it's a lot. So you, uh, for college, you have three people on each team can score. You get a touchdown? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, So the way our scoring system works is that first place gets nine points. Second place gets uh, gets five. Third gets four. Fourth gets three. Fifth gets two. And last gets none. So, that's how you score. It's not nearly as entertaining as I thought it was going to be. No, it's it. It's not that entertaining. It's really just you know, you you place first, you get more points in second place, and so on. But yeah, so I basically went in there like saying I had to legally finish this two hundred butterfly, and I get points. So I was like, okay, so I just have to do this all legally and not get disqualified yes daniel what does illegally qualify as so like if you started doing uh, the breaststroke and your butterflies yeah if i if mm-hmm. i started doing breaststroke like it <clears throat> you have to keep you're supposed to keep your legs together in butterfly so like if i if i let them get too far apart and like they kind of like do sort of a breaststroke style kick or like do some flutter kick styles like like you're not supposed to do that <clears throat> um you also also for butterfly and breaststroke when you do a turn you have to touch with both hands so if like i only touch the wall with one hand i get disqualified because then you're technically not doing the full 200 yards of your race or you're not technically doing all the yardage of your race so like then you would be disqualified. Hmm. And there's different things that like <clears throat> get you disqualified in each stroke. Yes, Daniel. Why don't you just do a real sport? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you do a 200 butterfly, Dan. I've got dignity. I wouldn't. Every week I say that this is going to be the last episode of Noah Lee Pod, but I actually think that this is going to be the last one. Dan and I are 
Dana's really getting on my fucking nerves here. It's getting really hostile over here. I'm just learning things, calling. that's all. But yeah, I I did the 200 butterfly. It, it was it was painful as all hell. Um, I didn't go into the meet <clears throat> expecting to be doing it. I, I never went into anything expecting to ever do a 200 butterfly. But I did it for my team. And uh, I get, I wouldn't take it back now, knowing what I, knowing that I actually helped my team. But at the moment, I was like, please, whatever day, whatever deity is up there, please just kill me right now. Yes, Daniel, again. <laughs> Did you make your team win? No, we we ended up losing. Well, what the fuck? Hey, it's- Pay attention, Dan. He said I that said earlier. that earlier. Well, what the we fuck did end up losing for then? Why waste your goddamn energy? Well, I didn't know when I slam it. It was early enough in the meet that we still could have won. But you know what? Mm. Like uh, the other team was just better than us, and you know we were just trying to get any points, as many points as we possibly could. So uh, <laughs> I gave it the good old college try. <laughs> this isn't even a hockey podcast anymore. Yeah, can we can we can we do some real yeah, content for our for our people? Twenty five. I'm sorry. Minutes. I'm sorry, everyone. I I get us off topic. Um, Katie, you have anything you want to say about? I don't know. I don't know. Talk about. I, this is your show, people. Noah. Actually, well, actually, I guess it's my show. It's so. your show. Yeah. Oh, fuck you. This is my name on it. I guess that is that is true. Um, doesn't mean it's let's true. see. We can talk about uh, the defense. Uh, I talked about this with Grace uh, for a bit on uh, Sisterly Pod last week. Or not last week. It was like three days ago. <laughs> um, but it seems like Ristolainen and Sandheim are starting to click a bit more. Last yeah. week they were kind of, you know, they were kind of iffy, seemed like they were still feeling their way in, and, you know, Ristolainen was still coming off of his injury, but especially the games in um, Edmonton and Vancouver, um, I wasn't able to get a chance to watch last night's game. I just watched, like, the highlights. Um, that must have been a very seem- short highlight reel. It was, yeah. <laughs> well, for the Flyers, I, not for I, the... I, I, watched, I watched the highlights, and I read, like, the post-game, you know pieces that you know float around afterwards i'll look at the timeline yeah yeah pretty much um but yeah especially in the in the edmonton and and vancouver games they seem to really kind of know what they they were doing and i think a lot of you could see that especially with the claude Giroux goal against edmonton um where the play started all the way at the other end of the ice with uh like rasmus rasalainen and travis sanheim making a play and then they were able to get it all the way up a full 200 feet to connect me and then to G for the goal. Um, I, it's, it is rare when I don't have any complaints about Travis Sanheim, but I, I got to give him credit where credit's due. I think he's, he's played well the last few games. He looks yes, like a semi competent is... defenseman for the first time. And ristolainen has been doing a good job too. Ristolainen understands the assignment. Like he's out there to wreck people's shit. That's what he's doing. And Sanheim finally yeah. is trying to, you know, be somewhat competent in his own zone, which is unusual. First time in five fucking years I've sent Travis Sanham a compliment. So, way to go, Travis. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Dan just messed with the, uh, Dan just messed with everything. Messed Equilibrium with the is all. I didn't say one nice thing about JVR for most of the season last year because I didn't want to fuck up his momentum. Then I think when I finally caved is when he slowed down. So, there you go. I jinxed Travis Sanham. Can't, can't mess up the juju, yeah. Yeah. Dan just can't be positive towards anyone except for Sam Moran. Nope. Well, and then look where that got him. <laughs> it's time for me to, to get on Dan's bad side this episode. You're always on Dan's bad side. Anytime we <laughs> sit down to do an Oli pod, it's on the bad side. That's true. Every Sunday. Whenever I text, whenever I message Dan, it's like 7.30, and he's just like, K. Uh, Hits you with that K. K. Just the K. Dan doesn't respond in full 
words. He, nope. he says K. Yeah. He said he says the word K and that's it. I it's like it feels like that whole meme of where like someone texts someone an entire paragraph and then they just respond with K. Yeah. I was hoping you'd get the message after all these years, but I guess not. <laughs> I get the message loud and clear, Dan. I just choose to ignore it. We have selective hearing. <laughs> you can't. This can't stop me. I don't know how to read. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying earlier. I'm. I'm glad that Grace is getting the better treatment for her brotherly pod than I ever have. Yeah, Grace is awesome. Big fan. I'm going to lose King of the Pod this year to her. It's not going to be close either. Probably. You didn't even win King of the Pod last time. Okay, well, I came in second. It's close enough. Yeah, but you said, but you didn't win. Hey, you know what? You're really picking get... at old scabs here, Noah. Which place <laughs> did you come in? <laughs> uh, tied for last. Thank you very much. <laughs> Nick, Shane, and I really representing the <laughs> really representing the brand well. Katie lost 51 to 49 in the final round, and you didn't even secure two victories in the whole fucking tournament. My, my only losses came to yeah. Dan. I beat her in the round robin, and I beat her in the final. Both of which were incredibly close. But I beat Nick. That's the important thing. <laughs> Nick, I love you, but I had to win that. I had to get some sort of. I had to keep some sort of dignity. You have dignity? <laughs> Well, not anymore, but at the time I had some. So. <laughs> Dan, you okay? <laughs> I'm bleeding from somewhere. I just don't know where. The general mouth, mouth area. Yeah. Hmm. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's Dan's entire mantra this in, during the, every Noah Lee pod. Hmm, that's weird. Yeah, hmm. actually. Do you have cardboard Dan still? Do you, do you still have him out or no? Uh, no, he's away. Hold uh, on. I'm going to get him. Quick, Katie, now you can say something bad about, about Sam Moran. I can still hear you. Headphones <laughs> on, you dumbass. <laughs> you, know, you know what else is weird? Noah's what? face. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh... What's uh what what is weird is that our good friend Justin Braun has five points through seven games so far this season. I know offensive dynamo Justin Braun. Who would have thought? Hey hey, is it too early to go Justin Braun for Norris? Absolutely not. I don't think. Yeah, you know what? It's that. I just post. I just put out a a brotherly puck article oh, no. about if oh, no. if Ivan Provorov would be <laughs> if Ivan Provorov was would be the first Flyers oh. defenseman to win the oh. Norris, but I think it's got to be Justin Braun. Yeah, I think you have to delete your piece. You have I to do. retract it and say I was wrong. <laughs> it's gonna be Justin Braun. Yep. But yeah, I. I like I really like Justin Braun. Like I don't I really have a ton to complain about him before. I remember people being like There's a weird group that skeptical. hates him because they gave up draft picks for him. But from a hockey perspective, there's never been anything to complain about. It makes so much sense. He's just like the he's like a solid all around guy to have on your defense. I really like Justin Braun and I'm glad. I was kinda skeptical when the trade happened, but since he's gotten here, like I really liked what I've seen out of him. I don't really have a ton of complaints about him. He's one of the I few people that's like just, like, responsible. You know what's going to happen with him every time he's out there. Mm -hmm. I thought, like, at the time, I thought we gave up a little much, especially because at the time I thought he was just going to be a one-year rental. And I thought we gave up a bit much at the time because I believe we gave up a second and a third for him. Yeah. And honestly, like, it, I think it's been pretty fair value. To be I feel honest. like it's been worth it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he's been defensively responsible. One of the few Flyers defensemen who's been defensively responsible in the past twenty years. <clears throat> well, I guess ten years because we had some pretty decent 
defenseman before that in Timonen and Pronger and Matt Carl. But, oh, that's a name I haven't heard in forever. Yeah. You know Andre Mazar's got Norris Trophy votes with the Flyers? I yeah. did know that. He was it's, good that one year. He was good. I just didn't think he would get... I didn't think it was, like, Norris Trophy votes, though. That was... That was interesting to find out. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, Justin Braun's been really great for the team. Um... <laughs> I think a lot of people also like decided not to like him because um, when Matt Niskanen retired and then there and then he immediately re-signed Justin Braun, a lot of people felt like him along with Gustafson were there to replace Matt Niskanen. So I think that um, soured some people's views on Justin Braun, but I don't see. I don't really think that that's a fair assessment to give to Justin Braun because, like, he's he. I don't think he was ever here to. I don't think he was signed again to replace Matt Niskan. I think he was just. He's just been here as that like solid third line uh, defenseman. The hell are we talking about? Been. I've been selfie. Justin Braun. Pay hey, uh, attention. I got better things to do than fucking listen to Noah ramble. I was listening, Noah, and I agree with you. I don't think he was signed to be a replacement for him either. I like he can play probably on the top pair with Provorov in a pinch, but as a long-term solution, like that's not that's not going to work. Um, I yeah, I think he was just brought in to be just a solid stay-at-home defenseman who you can throw on you know your third pair and not really have to worry about him. You can put pretty much anybody with him and I think it's going to work because he knows his role. He's going to stick to it. He's not going to try to do, you know, anything crazy. You know what you're getting out of him. Exactly. Also, also, I just want to say I did, I didn't watch all of the game last night, but I did see that. I'm having snack time. You go, can you, whatever it is you're talking about. Just having chocolate on Halloween. Yeah. Um, I saw some Limblom hate on the timeline last night. For what? I guess he didn't play well yesterday. I mean, to be fair, I didn't really notice him last night. I mean, to be fair, he didn't really notice anybody yesterday, so. True. Except Hart. He's the only one. Kept us in that game. It's kind of hard to say kept us in a game that was a 4 nothing loss, but... Well... Yeah, it could have been yeah, a lot worse. Like, it could have been a lot worse, yeah. It was 2 nothing, and then there was an empty net goal, and then there was a shitty Johnny Gaudreau goal at the end. That was a 2 nothing game for a vast majority. It was a one nothing for a vast majority of it. Mm-hmm. That is true, yeah. <laughs> I think the, the, the other thing that's impressive about... Um, the Flyers coming away with four out of the six points during this road trip is that they've done it without Ryan Ellis. You know, I certainly was not expecting them to be able to beat Edmonton without him. Um, And I think he's still day to day. They haven't said whether or not he's going to be back for Arizona, but just the fact that they've had these strong team wins. And then obviously the game yesterday wasn't great, but they were able to do all of that without him. I mean, makes a successful road trip. I don't really have, you know, a lot to complain about on that front, you know? I think this week is probably the biggest test for the Flyers. <laughs> I mean, they they play they play an Arizona team. They're going to have to – Um, the game against Arizona is definitely a game where we ha- we're going to see what this team really is made of because not in a sense of playing a hard team, but playing – but, like, coming back from a loss – and then, I'm sorry, Dan's making funny faces. <laughs> I'm trying to be discreet. You're not doing a good oh, job. Very discreet. <laughs> it's a podcast. Nobody, nobody can see my face. We can. We can see you. <laughs> You're professionals. You're supposed to ignore my antics. We're professionals. What am I getting paid? Sir, we do this for fun. Too much. <laughs> my time um, is valuable. I say so. 
I mean, coming off a loss and then playing an Arizona team that we should easily beat, if we don't – this is a – this is. It's a real challenge to show that the Flyers aren't like they were before, where they would play down to their to their opponents. And let's have like a if they can have a dominant win against Arizona, like they should, and then look, they play Washington and Pittsburgh later in the week, right? Sure. I think it's Pittsburgh and Washington. So yeah, we have we have Arizona on Tuesday. Pittsburgh on Thursday, and then the Capitals on Saturday. So then that is two. And Pittsburgh now has Carter and Crosby back. So, of course, they were already doing well without both of them. But, you know. Makes me sad. (laughs) So this week is going to be a pretty good test early on for the Flyers about if they can come back from from a loss and then have a dominating win against a team that they should dominate. And then two, and then, I mean, against the two pretty good Metro teams. So if we get like, if we have a pretty good week, that's a, it's a pretty fun time to be a Flyers fan. If they, if they somehow come away with three wins this week. Yeah, they're going on every other day. Yeah, so it's uh, the Coyotes on Tuesday um, at home. And then so they come they come home for one game from this road trip and then they go uh, they play on Thursday in Pittsburgh and then Saturday in uh, D.C. against the Caps. Yes. So this should be a. This is hopefully going to be a fun week for the Flyers. And yeah, um, I think it, I think it'll be a bit of a, a test for them too. Um, I mean, like you said, the Coyotes are bad, and they should they should win handily. But no one's cursing at me. <laughs> what did you do? I don't know. He keeps doing shit whenever I talk. What are you? <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like... I was fixing my teeth. I just had some chocolate. I'm going to be unprofessional on this show. Which, again, nobody would notice if you didn't draw attention to. <laughs> anyway. It's the name um, of the game here on No Holy Pod. Anyway. Um, so, yes. The, uh, so, they should beat Arizona. But I feel like Arizona's got to get a win at some point. And if they were going to... If they were going to get a win, I feel like it would it would be against us. Yes. In uh, Shane Gostisbehere's homecoming. Yeah, it would definitely Shane Gostisbehere would definitely get the game winning goal. It would be <laughs> a, like a power play bomb from the point, just his usual thing, and they'll be like, "We never should have traded him." Mm-hmm. I can just I can already see it happening. I can see Twitter already. We should have never traded him. Kept- we did. We didn't get anything for him, and we gave up seconds. There are people saying that, and they didn't even come back yet. There's the, you never notice there's like that weird group that's keeping tabs of what Phil Myers and Nolan Patrick and Robert Haig and all these people are doing. It's like, yeah. who gives a fuck what any of these other guys that you traded away are doing now? God damn it. Yeah. Worry about the once fucking they, Flyers. Once, they're, once they're off our team, I like kind of, they're off my radar. The only... The only time I ever care about what a guy we traded for does is when he's playing against the Flyers. That's all I care about. Like, I don't care what Jake for personally. I don't care what Jake Voracek does this season. Unless if it's like, unless if he's coming back and like terrorizing the Flyers, then I'll actually give a shit. Mm-hmm. Which but he like, won't do. No, but like he, what he does against the, what he does against, uh, like, the Devils, I, I honestly don't give a fuck. Unless if it's helping them beat the Devils. <laughs> Dan is giving us a uh, fashion show with his hat collection. It's always when I start talking. All the time. <laughs> Every single time. <laughs> you guys say something, I'm just... 
We need to do. Poor Noah. Poor Noah. We need to do. We need to Is do a fucking. Oh no! I was just eating chocolate. Never mind. <laughs> oh my god! Not again. Poop again. Oh no! I had poop get on my hand. No, we're good. I don't think it's poop. Why would you say you did? Did you just lick it? Yeah. And then you said, I don't think it's. (laughs) Can I join Sicily Pod? You guys are way way more organized. The date actually respects you guys. Girls only. (sighs) Anywho. Actually, if I joined that, Dan would not respect any of us again. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having you on for an episode, Noah. Aww. I'd, I'd like to guest on Sisterly Pod once. It'd be, it'd be nice for me to guest on your show instead of you guesting on my show. This is my show. What do you mean? Not according to Dan's tweet about the Brotherly Pod... Uh, what each what each podcast is consists of. He sent out a tweet with all the uh with all yeah, the aren't I on there? Yeah, no, you're not under uh you're not under the Noli pod. What? Ouchies. When? This is the most recent one I'm, you should be. Yeah, right there. See? No, not on not on who's doing it. Oh. On uh not on the schedule. Uh, he uh, he sent out a, a tweet about who's on each show. What does it smell? Yeah, this one. Uh, the the season four lineup. The lineup. Oh oh. Noly oh. Pod with at Flyers twenty four, but the F is a PH. <laughs> I thought that Katie would be smart and abandon ship here, but no, she's in it for the long haul. Apparently, I'm just here until you kick me off. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, do I have news for you? Oh no. <laughs> What is Remove from call. Uh oh. Well, guys, it's been fun. <laughs> nah, it's nah, it's fun with you. It's <laughs> fun having you on the we, show. We kind of like you. We kind of get along. I think Dan just wants you. I think Dan wants you because then he has to do a show alone with me. That that's really why I'm here. You do break up the uh, tension. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, they would just be doing everything while I talk. You can just be professional and talk over when you talk. You talk, but every time I talk, it feels like a. It feels like Dan and I are siblings, and you're our mom, and he does stuff when I'm talking, and then like I mouth to him. Mom, Daniel made a face at me because Noah will start. Because Noah, you'll start talking, and then Dan will like do something stupid in the background, and then you'll be like, "Hey, why did he do that?" And then get all Mom. upset about it. Mom. Dan is trying on jerseys while I'm talking. I haven't done that yet. That's not a bad idea. Should I go get some? <laughs> Dan's flipping right. me off. Dan's, Dan's looking at his teeth. I have done that. Dan's Dan's opening up chocolate. Dan's yep. making funny faces. True. Can confirm. Guilty as charged. What is that smell? How am I the youngest on here and he acts like that? Age is just a number. Yeah. Yeah. I'm young at heart. That heart's still that heart's still working as good as it was. Okay. And is twenty five, but acts five. Yeah. The future is now. I gotta entertain myself somehow. This is true. I do seven of these fucking shows a week, and this is the one that drives me the most crazy. So I come on here and just entertain Why? Myself. Why do we drive you crazy? Not you. You're good. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I was pointing at myself for anyone who was wondering. No, you wouldn't I have known that to, because I you did you draw attention to... to it! No, I think you need to stage a coup of your own show. I think I am. I'm just <laughs> One night... Well, one day, Dan's gonna wake up. He's gonna go into his studio. All of his equi- all of his recording equipment's gonna be gone. <laughs> Don't give away your secrets. Yeah, now I'm ready for you. <laughs> gonna fucking home alone this shit. Take a paint can to the face before you take this mic. Harry, <laughs> that I doesn't hurt me anymore, you. Dan. Metal skull, baby. <laughs> 
You have a metal skull? Oh. I'll just put a goddamn okay. magnet in here and be stuck to the fucking wall. Stan, I need help. I'm stuck <laughs> to your magnet you put in here. Uh, that, that'd be kind of funny, though. You just wake up one morning, I, I'm just there, my head's against the wall, and you're like, ah, oh, you fell from my trap. It's like, Shane, I've told you about my metal skull. <laughs> Dan's looking off in the distance. There's a funky smell. I don't know if the neighbor's like barbecuing. It is 8.15 at night. So, I don't know what the hell's going on. I thought it was very heartwarming that uh, Carter Hart and Martin Jones both got the starts in their hometowns. Oh, yeah, that was really cool. That was, And they both won. So cute. They both won in their hometowns. It was like, it was like a fairy tale dream. Couldn't have written it any better. Exactly, Noah. Dan, Dan is Dan is very uncomfortable with with what I just said. Yeah. Probably how I said it. Nah. It's fairy tale. Everything it was I just fairy tale. <laughs> it's all anger and sadness and misery. Actually, no. The only fairy tales Dan thinks of are the Grimm's brothers' fairy tales. Why? Because they end in shit with like. Uh, I don't. The, I, that joke went way over my head. I was gonna. Say. Do you not know what the Grimm's Brothers fairy tales are? Like, it, it's basically the real versions of like Disney fairy tales. I like the Disney, like in in Snow. Um, Ten no, Brothers Grimm fairy tales. You should know. Like in Cinderella, the. the uh, <laughs> <laughs> in, in Cinderella, the this evil stepsisters like. Like cut off parts of their feet to try and like fit in the uh, try and fit in the glass slipper. Jesus Christ! Stuff like that. Um, I think it was Snow White. Uh, when at the uh, at the wedding, they give the evil stepmother a uh, a pair of shoes which are burning mm-hmm. hot, and mm-hmm. so she has to dance forever <laughs> in like these scolding hot shoes. And another one like. Like, uh, actually, I think this was in Cinderella. The evil stepmother and, and sisters all had their eyes pecked out by birds at her and Prince Charming's wedding. So they were pretty gruesome. All that and these are told to little kids. This show has just gone completely off the rails. This is your fault. I have this- tried multiple times to steer us back. In the right direction. I don't know what else to talk about the flies. I mean, I guess we could talk like the the Fab the uh, the Faraby Atkinson Brassard line is. Do you, is this show better or worse than last week? I don't know. We're not talking about German poop porn, so <laughs> fucking Manny. So that I think wasn't that's Manny's a po- I think that's a positive. <laughs> what? What do you mean it wasn't Manny's fault? <laughs> <laughs> Manny, we love you, but that was 100% your fault, man. <laughs> Manny, I'm on your side. Did you get the apology, Katie? I did, I did. I felt terrible. I felt bad, too, because I mean, like, I know, I know, Manny, I know that you My favorite part to... is you took it seriously. <laughs> oh, I'm a fool. I hurt your show. Bro, it's fucking Noah Pod. Who <laughs> cares? <laughs> No, I felt so bad. Like, we're the utmost fucking professionals here, and he came in and derailed the whole fucking thing. (laughs) Bro, I just had a four-course meal on this fucking show, for Christ's sake. (laughs) (sighs) He's making, like, a chocolate lava cake over there. Dan's, like, Dan's got the oven out. He's got the stovetop ready. He's He's making some eggs, shit like that. Dan does not give a shit about this show. Nope. No. I thought you Dan would celebrate he if I said. He almost gave a shit on this show because he thought he had poop on his hands. <laughs> that is true. But um, I'm pretty sure if if I messaged Dan and said I can't do brotherly po- uh, Noahly pod this week, I think Dan would jump up and down and scream hooray. I mean, privately, I would just send you K like I always do. But secretly, I'm like, yeah! I'm gonna Sunday night to myself. Well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, baby. Woo! Yeah. 
How is the cardboard Dan still? He was probably hoping that the power was still going to be out of ear. Oh yeah, when I 100% think that Dan was like, (laughs) when Dan sent the best, when I said like, oh by the way, I do have power back. He's like, is that you saying that you can do it this weekend? I'm like, I bet Dan was like, does he still want to do it? Is he? Nah, he doesn't want to do it. No, let me just check. And then when I said yes, he's like, fuck. Why? I plead the fifth. That was, I bet Dan was uh, when Dan heard that my that the power was out at my school. He was definitely like, oh, please, 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 crossing every part of his body he could. You guys are making me out to be some kind of villain here. I'm a friend of the people. That's what I do. I'm not doing anything. What I'm just people? sitting here and letting you two go at it. What people, Daniel? All of our listeners, Noah. Do you think they made it this far? Fucking no. They didn't make it through the Speedo talk 45 minutes ago. True. I do have a tendency to get a little off topic sometimes. It's okay. It's okay, Noah. But anyway. Well, as I was, as I tried to veer back to Flyers... The Fairby Atkinson Brassard line or the Fab line has kind of cooled off lately. Fab three. I mean, Atkinson didn't get a goal, so that was weird. Toast still goats. Is he still a goal? Who, Fairby? Uh, Atkinson. I don't think so. I don't think anymore. He's not. No, he's just under a goal a game. But he's still a point per game. So that's something. <clears throat> I mean, even though they didn't make it on the the score sheet the last couple games, right? Did, did they score in Edmonton? Yeah, um, Atkinson had two yeah, goals. Atkinson had two goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, even though they didn't score like the last two games, I wouldn't be. I'm not. I'm not overly concerned about them. I mean, they were going to stop at some point. Um, you know, once the league sort of kind of started to figure out their number and everything, I don't think they were going to continue to operate at the at the pace they were going yeah. to. So I didn't think that Cam Atkinson was going to be on a, like a goal per game pace throughout the whole season, but but I mean, but it would have been nice if he did. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I but I I still really like what I've seen out of them. I don't yeah. think they're going to get broken up. Um, soon, at least anyway, I hope so. Um, have they said when Kevin Hayes is coming back? Well, isn't, I think November 10th is when he, is when he's off the IR. Okay. So they still have at least this whole next week with the fab line together. So if they continue to work on, you know, continue to have a good showing this week, then I think they will have some tough decisions to make when Hayes eventually draws back into the lineup. Um, but if not, maybe when Hayes does return on the tenth, then they might. How get did broken you up know and... so all that? <laughs> I'm confused. What happened? Did you notice what he was doing? Yeah, he was eating. Okay. Joke wasn't worth it. I was trying. I was trying to not let it phase me. You're muted, Dan. There's more poop on my wrist. <laughs> Where's it coming from? <laughs> that is not what you said before. <laughs> I wish I never told him. Imagine if he's imagine if he had that whole big reaction on mute and he's like, like he's just like he's just yelling, there's poop on my wrist, and all we just see is Katie's a true professional. She just moves on with the show, ignores whatever the hell I'm doing. She, she's. Like, I was. I can't do that. I was doing my best, but then you all you started like laughing, and then I was very confused. Where's that coming? I was laughing from? at. I was laughing at Dan chewing. He he was like going right to the mic and like. Mm. I don't know how you didn't hear that? Oh no, I heard it. Okay. But uh, like you were saying, yeah, I'm 
I'm glad that when Kevin Hayes comes back, I'm not necessarily sure that they put him on the second line, especially to start off. Yeah, I think back. they try to ease him in a bit, not throw him to the wolves immediately upon his return. Probably like third line minutes. Although that's that Lawton, Limblom, and um, JVR line has been pretty decent to uh, to start off the season. So maybe they don't want to get rid of uh maybe they don't want to uh, split up that line so early. But I mean, apparently JVR and Limblom both had bad games last night. So uh so that's. Maybe that's like the end of that of that line for the time being. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, JBR has quietly had a very good start to his season. Um, I can't say I've particularly noticed Scott Lawton or Oscar Lindblom a lot to start. Um, so, you know, it seems to me they're just kind of okay. If I'm not noticing them out there, it's kind of not great not not all that great and i was hoping for more from limblom uh i mean i wasn't expecting him to be a hundred percent like what he was before the cancer diagnosis a couple years ago but um i was hoping for a bit better of a start than he's had so far i think he can still ramp it up uh because we still have a lot of the season left it, why are we what is going limblom? on right now he's a perfectly fine every- hockey player Everybody was shitting on him yesterday. I don't give a shit what everyone else was doing. I think he's I think he's been fine. I mean that third line's been put, phenomenal. Offensive put out isn't where I thought it was gonna be to start the season, but like I said, there is a lot of season. He's not a left fucking offensive did. player. I don't Dan, you yeah, could have jumped in on this earlier, but you this, decided to try on jerseys. I'm busy right now, Kate. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, she's what happened? The idea that he's, he had one stretch of goal scoring in his entire fucking career going back to goddamn Sweden, which is right before he had his cancer diagnosis. He's not a goal scorer. He's a two-way guy. He's a Michael Roffle guy. He's on that third line, which is dominating defensively right now. That's what I expect of him. He's not going to be a goal-per-game player. And the problem is that we're paying him $3 million to be that. Isn't that yeah. what third-liners get paid? It's a going rate for a pretty solid guy. Maybe, a, what, two and a half? Okay, fine. You're paying fucking Scott Lawton to do the same thing. Yeah, I wasn't... Especially for how long Lawton was signed for. Like, a three-by-three three for Limblom is pretty good, but, like, five years at three million? It's too hot in here for hockey jersey. But, Have we killed an hour uh, yet? Uh, Jesus, uh, Lord. Almost. Fuck. <laughs> We're almost there. Dan but yeah, I, I do. I do like what they've been doing offensive or not offensively, defensively. Um, but yeah, just besides the besides JBR, the other two haven't really showed up uh, offensively as much. I've I have really liked. Um, all right, speaking of defensive play, I have really liked uh, the penalty kill a lot more this year. They've been a lot better than they have been in the past few seasons and watching <clears throat> watching Fairby and Atkinson together on the PK is so dynamic and it's really nice to just to see two players on the PK that can actually like have a have an offensive threat on the on the penalty kill. It's really it's really entertaining and it makes it it, it kind of takes the stress away from me like, oh yeah, we're a man down and they should be scoring on us any second now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's nice to not have to immediately pencil in a goal uh, for the other team anymore when they go on the power play. I mean, yesterday they were, you know, they were okay. They weren't great. Um, I think they were two for five. Calgary was on the power play yesterday. Yeah, I think um, something like that. So, I mean, obviously you've got to do what you can to stay out of the box. So, but yeah, I mean, besides, besides from the game yesterday, I feel like I don't have a ton of complaints about the, the PK, but speaking of defensive play, uh, Sean Couturier has had a quietly had a very good start to the season. Yeah. He has nine points so far. 
I think that is the team lead, if I'm he is, he not is mistaken. The, he is nine. Claudia is eight. Cam Atkinson is seven. Uh, Broussard and um, Ferry both have six. Along with Travis Konechny. And then Braun and, Yan- Braun and Yandel both have five. Both have five points. So our third pair really showing up big offensively to start the season. Mm-hmm. Was hoping that and Keith Yandel, especially for what we got him at, he has been a hell of a pickup. Oh, my gosh, for sure. Like, like, uh, like a couple points under a point per game per defenseman for league minimum. <laughs> yeah, not bad. I'll not take bad it at all. Any day of the week. And he's playing, like, shelter minutes, too. Like, he gets, like, uh, I mean, he gets 16 minutes. But, I mean, comparing that to, like, Proveroff, who gets, like, just 30. shy of 25 minutes. Like, he's playing nearly 10 minutes less than, than Proveroff. And he has, like, what, double the points Proveroff has? Mm-hmm. Actually... He's five times the points Provov has. I thought Provov had two points. No, He's only got an assist. No, I was doing math. <laughs> I know it's a scary thought, but I can do it sometimes. Only sometimes. Only, only sometimes. When it's addition or subtraction, I'm good. Yeah, that top line uh, was sort of struggling a bit last week but this week they've seemed to kind of kick it into gear same as that second pair uh, on the defense like we talked about earlier um yeah but i i really like what i've seen out of them they've had a good good couple of games i hope they keep it going yeah i'm especially excited to see i mean as well as they were playing without ellis it is is going to be fun to see how they play with ellis when he comes back so i'm excited f- Along with pretty much every other Flyers fan, I'm really excited to see Ellis return. Hopefully, uh, in, on Tuesday against Arizona, he'll be back. I I I really hope he does come back before we play Pittsburgh on Thursday. Yeah, which, we could really use him for that game. We really could. So hopefully, Ryan Ellis, please be please be okay for if not Tuesday, then Thursday, please. And, um, yeah. Do we have anything else we want to talk about? I have said everything that I want to say. Okay, well, I guess then we'll wrap up the show. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Flyers24, but the F is a PH, and at Pod. You can find me at... Claude Giroux, but the A in Claude is a four. Oh, for God's sake, you two. (laughs) That's why, you know why Grace is my favorite? Because she has a nice, simple, goddamn Twitter handle. That's what Shane said. Well, Shane said that she is now his favorite co-host. She's my favorite co-host, too. I'm, I'm losing stock quickly here. Oh, you brought her on and you immediately lost stock, Katie. I know, I know. Was my fatal mistake. Yes, it was. <laughs> you brought in a more talented version of you. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, I didn't think I was that bad, Noah. <laughs> Even Dan's like, I can't believe you said that. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> it's okay, Katie. You're very talented, but Grace is probably just a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way to backpedal there, Noah. I'm nothing but nice to my co-host, and you're just a rampant asshole. Oh, fuck. Ah. God, that, Dan. Oh, that's rich coming from you, Dan. Dan, Dan literally, like, two minutes ago, Noah's the worst co-host here. Doesn't listen to anything Noah says, and then as soon as Noah's done talking <laughs> and he puts his headphones back on, then he chimes in with a, you know, rebuttal to whatever he was saying. Yeah. Am I just not a co-host, then? Is that this is that what you think to yourself to make that sentence true? <laughs> you know. Don't make me get my sister back on here. Oh, 
more oh, help. Yes, <laughs> yes. Bring her back. Bring her back. I should get her on for the Christmas show. I wanted to call you 30 again. I'm still recovering emotionally. That's why I drink. She's the reason. <laughs> I get checked. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have my sister. Dan, I'm just going to let you know right now. I'm going to have my sister on at some point. Yes. I won't tell you when. One day she'll just show up. And I will hit end call and move on with my life. (laughs) I'm going to turn off my camera and all of a sudden you're just going to hear my sister's voice. Is this the 30-year-old? And Taz is like, fuck. Did you sign off yet? Uh, I'm about to sign off now. Well, you haven't said any of your Twitter ads, so. They know who I am. Okay. At DanFlyerFan, at, at BrotherlyFuck, brotherly at BrotherlyFuck, brotherly underscore pod, at CarterHeartCount, at HeartCountdown, underscore. underscore. All right. Okay, Noah Nation. Oh, I've been your captain on this fabulous ride. I can't imagine why I don't like this. Past huh? week, and we will see you next time. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah.